2: And gentlemen, this is the Twitterless heroine, the ring announcer to the stars, the most professional podcaster, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales, your host of the hashtag Miranda Show. We are back at it again. I am so excited to be with all of you. And this is a reminder that the hashtag Miranda Show is a proud part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which can be found on the Thechairshot.com. dot com.
1: The dot
2: com. Always use your head. Yes, this is the most random podcast on the Chair Shop Radio Network. I'm just self-proclaiming that. That is probably not true because there's so many random podcasts on there. Uh, you know, it's it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight. I feel like... You You're, know, a really be...
3: You're a contender. Huh? You're a contender. You're
2: a contender. Okay, I'm a contender, kid. That's all right. I'm a contender. A contender. You know, maybe the most random thought process uh, of Absolutely. most of the other yes yeah yeah no i'll take that i'll take that award thank you i'd like to thank the academy uh for, for the nomination and all the members um i'd like to thank my agent i'd like to thank my co-host and one of my best friends greg DeMarco. hello yes oh, uh thank you thank you greg uh for really supporting my randomness my thought process uh, you know, always willing to just go on this crazy train that we call the hashtag Miranda Show. Um, you know, managing the button bar, being the kingpin of the Chairshot.com. Uh, you know, that, that is true friendship. So I will thank uh, you in my acceptance speech for the most random thought process podcast of the Chairshot Radio Network. That's such a niche Award.
3: It is. But there were other, other potential winners, so it's okay.
2: Okay. It really okay. is okay.
3: And, 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 and in a lot of ways, what you just described is also, if you think really long and hard and don't have to think really long and hard about it, that's art imitating life in so yes. many ways thinking
2: long and hard come on greg that's that's not a philosophy Who wants put to do on the
3: show especially when we'll, we'll, we're not
2: we'll right. do that on, on the greg DiMarco show we had a whole conversation about Hell unionization yeah. and wrestling and i was exhausted just thinking about it i was like so when are we going to talk about uh you know drew mcintyre and his kilt and i really like that and what about the sword when are we going to talk about that we never talked about we it. we
3: didn't talk about that you had the we opportunity you you were part of the Drew McIntyre discussion. You could. Have I mean, up we did talk thing.
2: about it, but like it was three minute warning, and I did not want to get buzzed again. I really didn't want to get buzzed again. I didn't even get. I got buzzed without like for no just cause.
3: That's like, absolutely true. There was no reason for me to buzz you other than to
2: there buzz. There was it. no reason. Can, I, can we unionize, you know, <laughs> like the podcast network? Is that I feel like there's some unjust buzzing that I get on the Greg DeMarco show. I need representation. That was,
3: that was a gimmick. That was we were literally going through the favorite sound bites and, and that's why we got to buzz you. I mean, I think Patrick O'Dowd would have been really upset if I asked you what your favorite soundbite was and then immediately it didn't buzz you. When you well, so when,
2: when did we care about what Patrick thought? When did this become the Greg DeMarco and we care about what Patrick thinks show?
3: <laughs> so I care what Patrick thinks when it benefits me, just like WWE has talent that are independent contractors when it benefits them.
2: It's all about it I will
3: own that I will own that 150 percent I will own it right here right now I played the what would Patrick think card solely to defend myself for playing the buzzer on you twice mm-hmm yeah, I well, he'll be proud.
2: It. He'll be proud to know that you—he's uh, on your mind, uh, because he constantly, constantly thinks that you're out to get him. That we're mm-hmm. all out to get him. That that he's going to be on no podcast. We're out to get him.
3: Months. You're out to steal me away. That mm-hmm. uh, now he's got bandwagon nerds, so you know maybe that should help him a little he's bit. Fine. He's fine. I just taught him how to record bandwagon nerds earlier tonight. So, yeah. well,
2: you teach a man to fish. Isn't it so great when the kids grow up and they learn how to record their own podcast?
3: It is. It's just a problem. Nothing I'll of.
2: ever know. No. Yeah. I'm. Not, I'm never gonna grow up. I'm. I'm a Toys R Us kid for life, and that's why I also. You're a Toys R Us kid, and
3: they don't even exist anymore. Like that. Exactly. Impressive. That's impressive. No,
2: that's that's me holding on to things for far longer than they should. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big analogy of my life right now, but that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Toys R Us would be welcomed. Uh, in my vice group. anyway. Enough is enough! So,
0: I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking, motherfucking plane! Plate. Everybody
2: strap in! I'm
1: about to open some fucking
3: windows. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane. I just needed a reset after what you said just
2: just reset. reset yes yes no well we are going to reset by letting you know where you can find us on social media because you must be listening to this online maybe through your phone maybe through thechairshot.com maybe through your favorite podcast streaming platform maybe. and if that is the case make sure that you rate review subscribe all those things and if you rate us that is also something i learned today i was today years old when uh Apparently, when you rate, you, you either go all or nothing. You either rate us at a five, you let us know what you like, or you rate us at a one, and you, you let the world know you do not like this podcast. Uh, don't do it in the middle, because apparently people, I don't really care. I, I Whatever you want to do, however you want to rate this, go ahead and do that. Subscribe so that way you get notifications every time a new episode of the hashtag Miranda Show, Miranda Show drops. And I went way too fast. You went Mirando show brain.
3: again. It's been a couple weeks.
2: Which I know. Can... <gasps> I have an idea. Oh boy. One of these days we're just gonna start the show. I'm gonna have like a mustache on and my hair back and and I'll just be Mirando.
3: Do I have to then like wear a wig and do something different?
2: Uh yeah, you may have to be Miranda. And Ooh. so that
3: You don't want that. You no. don't want that at all. You don't want me to do that. No. No.
2: I mean, we'll come up. We'll. You have to be another. Another. We'll just have new gimmicks. Yeah, we we'll we'll just later. like. Yeah, we'll just have some. Some we'll gimmicks. Gimmick. We'll make it happen. What are you, Ted? What's our? What's what rhymes with Greg? Nothing rhymes with Greg. For
3: a female, I don't think anything really does.
2: Not even female. Just like another dude. Another name. Do we just go with another like Fred? Are you Fred? Is it a Greg?
3: Maybe. I don't know.
2: Same. Same. You know, like four letter names. I don't know.
1: Maybe.
3: Mike. Dave! I, I can Dave. be Dave.
1: Dave, it's me, Dave.
2: And then we'll drop the exclusive first edition of the Mirando and Dave show.
3: Mirando and Dave show. But what's funny is that it would be listed it would be like the hashtag Miranda show, colon, the Mirando and Dave show. Oh, man. This is
2: how ideas get generated, everyone. This is, this and, is an oh, idea you know, generation the session. The wheels are off pretty early the wheels have been off for quite some time you know it's been a while we we didn't get to record last week we've we've had some you know recording in between it's a busy time of year it's also graceful but you know what it's it's welcome sometimes you need some breaks and you know when you have the opportunity to do a podcast with one of your best friends and this is really one of the few times that we actually talk that this is how the conversation goes uh so yes uh you can leave that in your review. If you like it, let us know when you type type it in. Uh, let us know what you think about this this pre-show, not pre-show because the is recording, but the early show banter.
3: Yes, the early um, show banter. It, it, there there's there's an idea I have stuck in the back of my head that involves that, but I'll save that for later. It's not that it, that's it's an uh, off-air conversation. Okay.
2: Off-air. All right.
3: Off-air conversation. Well,
2: while you are online listening to the show, you can follow us on social media. Myself, Miranda Morales, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, no Twitter, at the hashtag Miranda, hashtag spelled out. Uh, I am not on Twitter, but sometimes you can find me through the Chair Shots Twitter account at Chair Shot Media. Uh, every so often, I will take over the Twitter account, usually during NXT TakeOver, sometimes some other things. I don't know, depends how we feel. Uh, but you can also follow the Cheer shot on Facebook and Instagram at chair shot media. Uh, and that way too, you get notifications on uh, articles on podcasts that are uh, up uh, brand new for you to listen to at Chairshot media. And you can follow Greg too at Chairshot Greg on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And there you could see him uh, on his 30 day, 31 day, 30 days, 30 because it's
3: November. Yeah.
2: 30 days of fitness in November. I was telling him off air, Matt, I'm proud of you. 30 days straight, especially during a time of year where, you know, things get crazy. It's it's harder and harder to keep your, your health and focus to be out there and exercising. You made a commitment to do that for 30 days throughout the month of november so big kudos to you and if you want to see some of greg's progress pictures and just him just being a pure badass follow him at chair
3: please do it's fun it's especially if you're like dude i follow so many wrestling accounts i never post about wrestling anymore so he really does especially on instagram instagram is is instagram was the one that i was like no i'm not gonna worry about instagram and now it's like
2: But one thing you have been posting a lot about lately and one thing that we've been talking about for months now has been Impact Zone Wrestling IZW right here in the great state of Arizona uh, in Phoenix, which is all right. Uh, It is happening this Saturday, November 21st. It is happening. And a big development from this week is that it is officially sold out. Every yep. ticket is taken, Every gone, gone, purchased. bye I don't have a thesaurus in front of me, so I don't know what else to what other words I could say. But they're gone. Every yep. ticket has been bought. The event is sold out.
3: Yeah, you ain't getting in if you don't have a ticket. Like we're not going to sell yep. tickets at the door, and, and I'm gonna be making multiple posts about it through the IZW social media because uh, it will break my dark little heart when people show up hoping to buy tickets at the door and can't and it's just not you know last time we kept piling them in you know I've said it before last time we literally had people we had more people than we had chairs and we told people look you can come in but there's no chairs available so it's gonna be standing room only and they did it and COVID happened and so now we can't do that anymore that would be supremely irresponsible so we are sold out. We we've sold every ticket. We sold out couches a long time ago. We sold out VIP. And then we sold out all of general admission. And that's it. Like there's no more tickets left. And and that's just it is what it is. And if you want to come and you don't have a ticket, you can't unless something changes between now and Saturday. And I seriously doubt that. Um then then yeah, it, it's 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 sold out. We were excited about it. We're amazed. All I would say is when tickets go on sale for the February event, which will happen right after the Saturday show get your tickets, mm-hmm. get them early. Um, cause I don't even know. I'll probably have to start that one with the same limited capacity and then increase it. If things get back. I haven't thought about that. I'm literally talking about idea generation just now. This is the first time I've thought about how am I going to sell tickets for the February event for IZW. And I'm probably going to have to use the same ticketing, uh, setup that I use this time and then open it up to more if things change and get better, which I hope they do.
2: That's that's why you listen to the Hashtag Miranda Show, because that's Inside how school. you get your exclusive news on what's happening with IZW, as Greg thinks about you,
3: it. I say, you found out when I found out, listener. Yep.
2: That's how exclusive this show can be. So yes. thank you so much for, for listening. Uh, and that's this is your official IZW news source. But I do want <laughs>
3: to just talk. I mean, for those who are listening who have tickets to the show, it's like I'm still promoting the show and marketing the show when I've sold every ticket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and personally, like, that's huge. Like, I can't tell you the amount of pride I have mm-hmm. in that. And, and and you know, Miranda on, on air and off air likes to joke about my ego, and yet here it is. Um, I sold out a wrestling show, and so now I'm going to be unbearable about it. But it's – I'm so excited. Like, this is one of the most important things I've ever done in the wrestling business, putting on this NAV30 celebration and, and putting that on my shoulders to make sure that we give an appropriate celebration for – 30 years of the impact and influence of the Navajo warrior. And mm. it's just, I am ecstatic that we've been able to sell this show out as a promoter. And And when you promote things, you think about marketing, where you're going to focus on and, and where you put your efforts. And obviously those paid off. They paid off in February with monster. And now they've grown in, into where we are here. And we go back to next February with monster 2.0. And there's so many things that, that we've had to do and, and, and just to, to know that we've created something that people want to be a part of and, that people really want to buy into. Like I have treated the IZW fan base as a family, and they came through for us in a time where there's so much uncertainty and yet here they are saying we want to come, we'll do what we have to do, we'll be there, we'll space ourselves out, we'll wear our masks, we'll do whatever's needed so that we can enjoy mm-hmm. this show and, and and see IZW. I got people who drive in from other states who are mm-hmm. are, are, you know, always do it for us because we run, you know, four times a year. But as a promoter, this is an amazing thing to do. And as an event, I can tell you this is still going to be a, a, a wrestling event and, and we are still going to tell our stories and we are still going to grow and develop the, we're going to have the celebration aspect of the show, but we're also going to have the, the, the wrestling aspect of the show and we will still build things for February. And I mean, I'm the guy who plans the show. I can tell you right now, it's going to be a blast and it's going to be a lot of fun. And you're really going to like the roller coaster that we always give in ICW. And that's going to be no different this Saturday at NAV 30. So come out for those of you who bought tickets who were lucky enough to get those tickets, thank you for believing in us, for sticking with us through all this craziness. And uh, and I promise you that we will pay it back to you and you will get more than your money's worth in entertainment this coming weekend. So I can't wait to present you NAV30 here in the next few days. So if it's Thursday when you're watching this, two days from now, man, we're going to have a blast. Come by, say hi. I'm the guy walking around who looks like he's in charge or at least tries to pretend to. And um, yeah, just say hi i'll say thank you it'll be great and just come have a blast i can't i'm so ecstatic about it still and i will be till the end of the week and uh yeah i'll I'll just pass out on sunday but i'm super (laughs) excited come join us it's gonna be a blast
2: yes yes so a big thank you to all of the fans who purchased tickets um who will be in attendance just everyone who had their their well wishes i've been messaged by multiple people who have you know are excited about being there, especially in Arizona. We haven't had very many wrestling events um, over the past seven months. And the Navajo Warrior is someone who has had such a huge influence In the state of Arizona all over the West Coast, but he is really someone that we as Arizona wrestling fans are so proud to call our own someone that we've been able to see for years and to have this event honoring him and to have this card full of of people who have been influenced by him um, and and have a portion of their career that they owe to him this it's just a really feel good event too it's not just a wrestling show it's celebrating wrestling it's celebrating the people who build it the the legacy that they lit, they they leave um and of course you know as as greg has continued to emphasize this is not the end you know the navajo Warrior still has many years ahead of him, but 30 years in the business is a rarity. It really, really is. And someone who continues to keep on going and someone who just at every turn too, makes it a point to help grow the next generation. And so that's also a very unique thing about IZW in general. It is very much a blend of the new and the old, and you will absolutely see that on this card. So uh, it's the warm and fuzzies all around with this show plus the excitement, plus just the thrill of of being back with the IZW family. It truly, truly is a family. So,
3: Can um, I just jump in? Yes. And I want to give one example. You talked about the influence and the amount of people who get to do things because of the Navajo Warrior. I've sold out my last two wrestling shows because the Navajo Warrior was like, yes, you can take IZW and do what you want to do with it. Like, uh, IZW is something he created 20 years ago, and – and then it went dormant after the 10th year when they lost their venue and all that stuff. And, and he was like, yeah, I – he could have said no and I wouldn't be doing any of this because I wouldn't do it without his blessing. And so he said, yes, you can do this. And now I get to promote sold-out wrestling shows because of the Navajo Warrior. So even me is am impacted by that guy who we're celebrating this coming Saturday. So it's, it's – sometimes I don't even think people who are there to celebrate him even realize just how far reaching it is the main event of this show i'm just going to keep talking i apologize to you miranda morales is the navajo warrior teaming with the hawaiian lion they're the tribe in hollywood yates Mm -hmm. against keepers of the faith dom vitale and gabriel gallo and graves and gabriel gallo put out a social media post about a month ago when this match was announced about this match the navajo warrior trained Mm -hmm. the hawaiian lion he trained gabriel gallo he trained Hollywood Yates. He trained all three of them. He is their trainer. He is the one guy who trained them and brought them up in this business. The Hawaiian Lion and the Navajo Warrior, by the way, are i am sorry, the Hawaiian Lion and Gabriel Gallo are celebrating 20 years in the wrestling business this year as well, and and he trained all three of those guys. Okay, when Don Vitali moved to Arizona back in like 2007 and had largely been been getting out of the business, it was his relationship with Gabriel Gallo that brought him back up. And now Gabriel Gallo and Don Vitali run the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center, and they are okay. training the future of the business. When they started getting into the Arizona wrestling scene and expanding a little bit, they came in contact with a couple people, and one of those is... Joe Graves and they took Joe Graves under their wing and really developed him because he'd been trained, but wasn't developed in terms of the business aspect of the business and all that. So they taught Joe all those things and he's in the match. So this is literally when anybody who listens to an NFL broadcast, they always hear like, if you're listening to Bill Belichick or you're watching a game, you'll hear about a coaching tree, right? This coach, this coach came from this coach who came from this coach who came from this coach, mm-hmm. right? That's what this match is like. This yeah. is a Navajo warrior wrestling tree. And, Everyone in this match, and that's probably why he picked it. Because remember, he got to book his, his main event match. Everyone in this match came from the Navajo Warrior and, and his association. And where they are today is, if not fully impacted, heavily impacted by him. And that's the match that's going to main event the show. Like, yeah. think about the six people in the ring and the emotion and the everything that's going to be involved in that contest. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime deal, and I am ecstatic about yes okay
2: yeah. sorry it, it, no 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 it, it, it's a good like you said it's a good analogy and it really I mean this is this is the the go-home show in a way for uh now 30 something that you know we uh as And i say we as far as wrestling fans i put myself in that even though uh i I will be in a different capacity for that show you know we as wrestling fans have been waiting for this for months uh and to be so close to this event um and again the the emphasis on celebrating someone's career who has meant so much to, you know, the, the scene out here in Arizona and also, you know, around the West Coast and even the U.S., you know, he's really touched people's lives and influenced careers and uh trajectories in you know people's lives and so you know again it's one thing when you have a independent wrestling show that has a theme or or you know is based around something but when it's in a, a way to honor someone uh like the navajo warrior it just makes you feel really really good It makes you feel pumped and hyped and you know just it's, it's one of these moments where you just i'm so happy to be a wrestling fan. I'm honored to be part of this. I will be hosting um, a QA and a session as part of the VIP experience with the Navajo Warrior where VIP ticket holders will be able to ask the Navajo Warrior any questions they want to him um, and really have that opportunity to, to hear it directly from the man himself, you know, his insights on, on the career, on, on his on the business, everything. And so, uh, also, you know, interviewing for the show, uh, and, and doing things behind the scenes, it's a, a huge honor to be a part of this. So a uh, big thank you to everyone with the ICW, uh, team, uh, and yeah, I mean, this weekend is a lot. It's a, it's a lot cause we're not even done yet, I know,
3: but I got to jump in again and, and do something that I just thought of right now. Because you're always talking about, oh, I'm so proud of you and this and all the stuff that you just said and, and that, you know, you know how, what that means to me and how much I appreciate it. When I decided to dive back into this, you and I had a conversation and I said, I couldn't do this without some people's support and you were one of them. And so I'm a, I'm right here in front of the world. I'm going to, you know, I'll, I do it private all the time, but I can't thank you enough. Like the support that you give to ICW, to me, and I'm talking about, you know, the, 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 you know, Miranda will sometimes be my hype man. She'd be like, you got this, you're doing this. Like it's, it's, it's that, you know, the things that the listeners shouldn't get to learn about and hear about cause it's real life. But I want to publicly say in front of everybody that I could not do this without that. I thank you. I appreciate it. And, and this is your, you're as big a part of it as anybody. And I remember when I said, if I do this, will you be there? And you said, yes. And here we are sold out second one in a row nav 30 despite COVID, despite two shows having to get axed all that mm-hmm. stuff and i i just this show is is for me personally it's also a celebration of all those people who have helped along the way and and you know none bigger than you so thank you
2: yes no i'm i'm honored I'm thrilled this is just very exciting and uh yeah I mean this is this is something we've been waiting for 4 months uh and I'm just I'm thrilled that it's happening uh, I'm thrilled for everybody that's involved and I'm just excited it's just like you just get giddy a little
3: bit, yeah. you know, it's just one, one of the biggest, things I can't even say my
2: seat, my rolly seat is just out of control. Cause I just have all this energy and I don't know right? what to do with it.
3: The, the one, the big, one of the, one of the big stressors of a wrestling show is you're walking up to is what is, who's going to show up, right? Like I know I've sold this many tickets. How many more will we sell? What will the walk up look like? What will this happen? Yeah. That stressor mm-hmm. is gone. I don't yeah. think about that. I can focus on other things now. And, and that's a level of stress as a promoter that any promoter can tell you they stress out about because it's still a business, right? It's still, there's still a business side to it all, even though we do it for the love of the game in, in most, in most ways. But that piece of stress, which is probably a third of the stress of putting on a wrestling show, is gone. And okay. that's, that's thanks to the ICW family. So that's yeah. huge. Now
2: I do have to jump Yes, yes. I, I, I do have to jump ahead uh, a little bit because we uh, literally the show is all about this weekend. We're going to be talking about we talked about Saturday. We're going to be talking about Sunday in a second. But let me just throw out Friday, because there is also something happening on Friday that I am very excited uh, to be a part of this for me. Um, you know, on the eve of NAV30, I'm going to be announcing for uh, an event that I didn't think I, I would ever announce for, uh, it is the return also uh, of this particular uh, event as well. Um, first time it's been happening in, in a while. and uh i'm just really honored to be the host and ring announcer for this and it is the future stars of women's wrestling based out of las vegas nevada uh this is a subset of the future stars of wrestling promotion uh that a lot of people on the west coast may be very familiar with um it is a a fairly well-known promotion and based out of las vegas nevada um anyone who's anyone who's you know goes through uh, future stars of wrestling um and now they have this subset uh, with the future stars of women's wrestling event happening this friday november 20th and this event is going to be live and air on fight tv so if you are in the las vegas area tickets still may be available but may not um due to various reasons however for most people, you may not live in that area, but that is no excuse. You can still watch this event on the Fight TV app. Uh, you can purchase it now. It's just days away. Um, and this is an all women's show. So every match on this card will be uh, women. And as, as someone who is you know a female re-announcer, um, I've only had the opportunity to announce for one other all women's show before. And it was one of the, the funnest experiences. And to be able To do this for future stars of of wrestling is uh, an absolute dream. So, um, as far as who is going to be featured, um, we have former WWE and Impact star uh, Katarina, uh, who has been working a lot in Utah and some other areas uh, throughout the U.S., Um, CMLL star Estrellita will also be on the show, and then some West Coast staples, including Delilah Doom, Miranda Elise sandra moon maserati uh and more so make sure that if you are a fan of women's wrestling if you are looking for something fun to do on friday night you can go onto the fight tv app and purchase future stars of women's wrestling the show is going to be airing um and i don't even remember what time zone we're in in arizona i know that it's a mountain
3: we're a mountain they're pacific
2: yes so 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time 8 p.m. Mountain Time um, and uh, yes I will be the ring announcer for this show uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun so make sure you you check it out you can also follow future stars of women's wrestling on social media where you can get information on future shows uh, the hope is this is one of many that we'll have in the future um, but again it's highlighting some of the best women's wrestlers uh, out there on the independent scene uh Ruby Rays is also scheduled to be on there Lacey Ryan the FSW Women's Champion some of you have me seen her on uh the United Wrestling Network's Primetime Live recently I mean it is it is truly truly a stacked card um an amazing event too that highlights the best of women's wrestling so the future stars of women's wrestling fight tv go and order it this Friday November 20th we're doing yep. it.
3: And I looked it up. Fswvegas.com is where you can find more information about it. Links yes. everything. And tickets are still on sale. Yes. So if you want to check it out, you Make can.
2: Sure. Yes. And if you're not in Vegas where you don't want to go, that's fine. Still watch it. You could still watch it. I'm, I'm i know. Don't don't try and play me like that. Be like, I can't. No, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. yes, you can. So you know, we got your Friday covered, we got your Saturday covered, and we'll go into Sunday. But before we do that, you know, I got to let you know where you can go and get your very own chair shot T-shirt. And that's at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and there you can find over 25 different designs all in support of thechairshot.com and also IZW wrestling I gotta throw that in there because there are some IZW wrestling t-shirts that are on prowrestlingtees.com t-shirts start at $19.99 but if you want to you know take a few extra dollars you can upgrade and get any t-shirt in soft style including the queen of soft style t-shirt my t-shirt is available in soft style. Uh, you know, I, I, every time I see it, it's always very just, I'm in awe that uh, I even have a t shirt. I know Greg will like to. Throw it out there that I may have cried when he first introduced the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt. I ordered too, but I want to give a really, really big shout out to Derek Gamble uh, with the Wrestling uh, IQ podcast. He sent me a message. He's part of a a wrestling podcast community that I am a part of. Uh, I did an interview with him not too long ago. He ordered a Queen of Soft Style t-shirt. Uh, And of course he said, I got it in soft style. So, you know, got it in blue, which I had not seen it in blue, blue and white, but Mm. uh, it's a very cool color combination. I have to, I have to admit. So a huge thank you to Derek Gamble uh, and the wrestling 101 on IQ podcast for their support um, it, it just means the, the world to me and you know make sure if you like the shot.com if you like any of the podcasts, you know buy a t-shirt rep the chair shot I have several chair shot t-shirts <laughs> that I wear all, all the time because I truly believe in the website I love the website uh, and damn my shirt looks good I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you it looks good so and coming up uh, next week for wrestlingtees.com we'll have a huge sale, huge sale uh, for Black Friday week. Really, it's going to be a week-long sale um, where all purchases, pretty much all items are going to be 20% off. They also have some tiered uh, items that you can get as far as additional things, AEW and other merchandise. I believe if you spend over $100, you do get a free uh, 8x10 autograph um, and some cool little perks in there. So, you know, I'm not here to tell you how to spend your money to spend your money, but if you're going to spend your money, you should go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. Especially consider looking into the Queen of Soft style shirt because you're going to look damn good in it.
0: PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only five ninety nine per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.
3: Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot.
1: TheChairShot.com.
2: Always use your head. So, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, we got your Friday covered with uh, future stars of women's wrestling that you can purchase on the Fight TV app. Uh, you, we got your Saturday covered, well, only if you're in Arizona and bought a ticket for IZW Presents Nav 30. Um, and we got something this Sunday, one that's probably a little bit more accessible to everyone. And, you know, probably something that you've heard of if you are a wrestling fan, a little thing that we like to call. Survivor series, uh, never happening. Heard never heard of it. Never heard of it. I don't. You don't know her.
3: I don't know her. <laughs> don't
2: know her. <laughs> I love how I'm teaching Greg all this extra terminology.
3: To you're keep gonna keep my name out of her mouth so, too. That's what I'm gonna you're say. You're gonna
2: be so popular with your daughter after this. Like, you, you, she'll know exactly what you're talking about.
3: I'll, I'll try yeah. on her. Not today. Yeah,
2: no, not today. But just say like you don't know her. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, she, we're. Going she don't to even do go it. here. Oh, sorry. You don't. Yeah, she didn't even go here. Yes, that I think is a classic line. It is. You know, Mean Girls never really resided with me that much, but that line has always had a special place in my heart. So, uh, yeah, Survivor Series. You know, it does feel it. It's still a weird time in wrestling. You know, we have. Uh, we're, we're going through uh, the third of you know the big four pay-per-views. Um, and and that will be a whole other discussion for a later time as far as what the Royal Rumble may look like in a few months. But uh, we are here at Survivor Series with a lengthy history. It looks very different than what it looked like last year. And, Greg, you actually had an article that you released, uh, I believe it was last week, about NXT not being included in this year's Survivor Series yeah. and that being okay. Is is that you know kind that, of yeah
3: that's that's the basic gist of it because there's a couple things that <clears throat> that really resonated with me about that concept um, first off NXT has changed so much in the past year to where I wouldn't call it a reset but it's been pretty damn close and so many of the talent that carried the ball for NXT when they won Survivor Series last year is now on or on SmackDown and. Yeah. And especially the memorable ones: Shayna Baszler winning the main event of Survivor Series last year, Keith Lee pinning Seth Rollins, and then going toe to toe with Roman Reigns. You know, there, there's there's so many talents that were there. And now, of course, you got Finn Balor back in NXT, uh, or and along with you know Brizongo back in NXT after you know they were on the main roster. And and it, it's gotten to the point where it really is NXT and the main roster, and they're separate things, and that's okay. Plus, how do you follow that? How do you follow? Yeah. Kicking Raw SmackDown's ass when you there's they would have been likely to go to Survivor Series 2020 and not win a single match, and it just would have been a disappointment and and led to led to people complaining about it. So and NXT it's 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 its own brand, but it's almost not fully, but it's almost not a WWE brand. Like when you watch NXT, the regular shows, not the takeovers. They don't say WWE on the turnbuckles. It says NXT on the turnbuckles. Like yeah. it says NXT on the It floor. really
2: does. It it does feel like a totally different product because even I mean, really, the the NXT focus so much more on the wrestling and they do have storylines that help drive uh, matches and programs, but it's not as ridiculous as what you see on Raw and SmackDown on a weekly basis. And so it does feel like such a different product. And I have to agree. Like, you know, in in you know, going to jump into some bandwagon nerds terminology here. Uh, maybe this will imp- impress Patrick enough to be my friend. Who knows? Probably. But not. it almost and sometimes in wrestling, just like you see in comics and other type of universes, there's a retcon. This idea of like you wipe the slate clean and you start over. And in some ways, that's what the Survivor Series kind of feels like now that there's been so much shifting with the draft, with a lot of people moving up um, into uh, the Raw or SmackDown from NXT. And I think this is a retcon that's okay. Um, because also, again, my philosophy, if I don't miss it, you know, if, if I don't see you or, or if we don't have enough time, then I can't miss you. And if I don't miss you, then that means I don't care. So like, I want to care about this later in the future. And honestly, one of the biggest things about last driver series and the hype and the it well, was the fan reaction. You know, having that live scene. It really did feel like a take over a lot and I think it was the live audience that helped with that. So I don't think it would have had the same impact if they would have tried it again. Um and there was still lots of things happening in between, you know, you know, with, with the structure of each of the shows and what was happening with NXT. I mean, I, I think that there was just a lot of things that just built up to really be the perfect catalyst to include NXT at Survivor Series that year, but it doesn't seem like it's the right fit for this year. It uh, doesn't mean it can't happen again.
3: Plus two things. Plus number one, um, NXT being that it's all, everybody centrally located because almost all of them live in, in Central Florida, has had more COVID issues. So do you really want to take all those NXT talent and put them in there with WWE talent? And, and most of the COVID issues in WWE have been contained within NXT. And so do you want to run that risk of, of then um, pulling that on, on the main roster stars as well and, and, and possibly having that take place? So I think that's mm-hmm. another factor that may have played into this.
2: Well, and another factor that's played into this um, is really the theme around this year's Survivor Series. And um, this year's theme actually revolves around celebrating, you know, the last ride of the undertaker this is being billed as the final event that we are going to see the undertaker uh earlier this year we had the last ride documentary series through the wwe network that highlighted the last few years of the career of the undertaker and in the documentary series he noted that probably you know at that point WrestleMania uh, this year, uh, 36 was going to be his last match. Um, But we never really got the opportunity in that because, one, you know, there wasn't any crowds. uh, Two, the the match was cinematic. Um, So lots of factors played into, you know, why, too. It always felt like it could linger, that maybe this wasn't the end. Um, However, WWE is billing this show, Survivor Series, as, you know, the end uh, for The Undertaker. And that's a lot due to his history. I mean, he debuted at, at Survivor Series in '88, and so I mean, really, 30 years of, of the Undertaker within the WWE. Not even prior to that. I mean, 30 is a big number. This this weekend, um, very. I mean, that's a sure whole is. other conversation. The parallels between Taker and Nap. That. Damn, that's it's some there. deep. That's it's some there. deep.
3: It is. It definitely it, is. It's there. Yeah. It, the third, you know, he made his debut at, at Survivor Series in '91, so this would be the 30 year. It, it's, um, or maybe 90. I don't know. But it, it really is like no, he's been you. in WWE for 30 years. His career has spanned 34, and it, it's it's yeah, like it does make it, it's it's weird because it made sense for his last match to be at WrestleMania, just because he became synonymous mm-hmm. with WrestleMania. He had the streak. He had all the memorable moments. Two big losses at WrestleMania that are memorable. You had the, the, the Boneyard match with AJ Styles, all of those things. But I think it's also appropriate to have the celebration at Survivor Series where he did make that debut when no one saw it coming. No one knew. And, and kind of when he first came out, people were like, what's this? Like, you know, th- it, this is weird. But The Undertaker was able to, to really uh, have that longevity and become an iconic figure in the wrestling business and and is is you know gone mainstream not as mainstream as some other people but it's definitely gone mainstream as well and so I think I think that it's worked out whether it was on purpose or not I think it's worked out for the best to have the final match at WrestleMania the celebration at Survivor Series Yes and googled it
2: 1990 so okay. Uh, if you were closer than I was, I was probably thinking about his just original time frame in wrestling prior to the Yeah, he's been in the business the for 33 WWE. years. Yeah, and,
3: you know he wrestled in World Class in Texas, and then of course in WCW when he was Mean Mark Callis. I mean,
2: so. yeah, Mean Mark Callaway,
3: damn. hmm Yeah, he he's got that career, but you know he became the Undertaker, and he became the Undertaker, and that's that's yes. the biggest thing. Like we talk about a character, he became the Undertaker, mm-hmm. and then over time. The Undertaker became him. You know, you look at yeah. the, the you know Biker Taker, and you look at the way his character changed. That like the character changed him, and then he changed the character, and mm-hmm. that's when you become iconic. That's kind of what we're seeing right now with a guy by the name of Roman Reigns. He became mm-hmm. the character, and then when he returned over SummerSlam, now the character starts to become yeah. him, and that's when you you know it's happened to John Cena. We've seen it happen to Randy Orton. So many countless countless superstars, mm-hmm. and yeah. the Undertaker is the perfect example of it.
2: Yeah, and I think you're right. It's very fitting that the last match was uh, at WrestleMania, but the celebrations here at Survivor Series and as fans too, I think we've had time to process and time to reflect on not only the final match, but through the documentary series uh, and you know, an event that's so significant in his career, uh, not only in the debut, but in the matches that he's had since then. Um, it's It's a nice way to wrap things up. Of course, there's always this theory that you know never say never, but I do feel like it helps build closure. And sometimes, as as wrestling fans, you just need the definitive closure uh, of things. Uh, and I feel like this is a, a great way to really just, you know, close the the book, uh, but in a way that makes it feel like this is definitive.
3: I really hope somebody goes backstage on Sunday. And ask him what he thinks of the independent contractor status and the possible unionization of pro wrestlers. He'd probably smile I, ho- them I in know,
2: course. no, I was gonna say, I hope he just has a stake and like people leave him alone. Like yeah, can I we just so. really can we do that?
3: I think they will. And no one's gonna ask him about unionization. It'd be hilarious no if they did. No He'd probably noise. punch them.
2: But. So let's get into the card real quick. Uh, running through right now, there are six matches announced, and all of these again in Survivor Series. You have two brands, Raw, SmackDown. So we have champion versus champion uh, in each one of these matches. Uh, I'm going to start off with the United States champion, Bobby Lashley versus uh, on Raw, uh, versus SmackDown's intercontinental champion, Sammy Zane. Um, Bobby Lashley has been a really integral part of the Hurt Business um, that I think is fantastic. Sami Zayn's had this loopy ride with the Intercontinental Championship, but, you know, has held on to it very, very tightly. You know, my, my gut is leaning a little bit more towards Bobby Lashley. I just feel like with this momentum they have with the Hurt Business, his championship reign, um, they're just doing too much good stuff with this, so to, for for Bobby Lashley to suffer lost, and of course you look at the physicality of Bobby Lashley, you know, Sami Zayn, not to say that he's zany in in his role. I think it's more. Again, more more calculated, a little bit more quirky. Uh, but when I think about that, I don't think that that's going to be a good fit with this. If anything, you know, people did get some flashbacks to you know a previous feud with Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Uh, luckily, this this hopefully is a, a do over. Um, but I'm I'm pulling for Bobby Lashley in this match.
3: I first of all, I saw what you did there. It was Zayn?y That was good. Very impressed. Good job. Um, thank you, thank you. I. I'm going to say, I think that straight up, I, I think this would have to be a win for Bobby Lashley. Sami Zayn doesn't lose anything by losing this match. I think retribution is kind of the X factor in all this. They could get involved and, and cause Sami Zayn to emerge victorious. They did just beat the Hurt Business. They beat Team Raw on Raw on Monday. So there's that as well. But I love the Hurt Business. I, I love what they're doing with that. Love and, um, love you know, we always talk about who, who should win, who will win. And, and for me, like personally, I would love to see Bobby Lashley win. And I think he will short of a retribution interference. I think Bobby Lashley wins this one.
2: Very fair point about retribution. And, and again, that's totally in line with Sami Zayn's kind of strategy or just luck in this match. So very, very good call. I'm also uh, keeping
3: with... a tally now of, of, yes, if we pick raw or SmackDown in these matches.
2: Yes, because I really don't have a dog in this fight, to be honest. Because no. I, I, don't you have
3: dogs. But I'm not, not a dog in this fight.
2: Not in this fight, yeah. Not a, not in Survivor Series. I am truly uh, objective in this because I don't care about either.
3: Well, from what I understand, Mickey is Team Raw, and Sadie is Team SmackDown.
2: You know what? We'll have to we'll have to talk with him. I, I I kind of would flip them a little bit both, only because Sadie has a little bit more energy to watch mm. all of Raw because she's a little younger. That's true. Uh Mickey, uh he's, he just sleeps all the time. So SmackDown is literally at his capacity of what he can he can watch. Okay. Also I'm pretty sure uh Mickey's a pretty big Sasha Banks fan. I don't it. ask me how I know. I just I just okay. know. Yes. Yes. Uh, Next, we have uh, the tag champions facing each other, the Raw Tag Team Champions in the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus the Street Profits, uh, who are your SmackDown Tag Team Champions, uh, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Um, And this came about, too. I mean, when you think about originally, this was a title swap. They just they were the, the champions on their whole other brands and they just hand it go. over so hand we've had over. some fun interactions between the new day and the street profits this one you know it it does you it does leave me up in the air you know i could see it going either way i mean the new day is the more established tag team um you know they they are the epitome of, of tag team wrestling in the WWE, but you also have the street profits still up and coming. Um, You know, they're new on the scene, a win over the new day, I think would be huge for them. Um, Whereas if the new day loses, I don't think it would hurt them that bad either because they would uh, you know, lose to a really talented young team so my I, I would like to see the street profits win this i think they need that win um i don't think the new day benefits from anything if, if they do win other than just solidifying again being one of the best tag teams in wwe and but we already know that so i think this would be a fun way for again to put together a great match but to Put over uh, a younger a younger tag team.
3: I agree with you. I, I do think that it, New Day doesn't need to win this match. Um, maybe how the the numbers shake out, you can give the New Day a win, and, and that's a crowd pleasing thing. But there's not really a crowd now, so there's that. Um, I think the Street Profits are, are uh, an act that WWE be solidly behind, and I think that that's why they also can pick up this victory. some going for Street Profits as well. I made myself a note, and I was hoping that I could bring this topic up, and you. Brought it up perfectly for me, so I appreciate that. I absolutely hate the fact that the draft is in October, right before Survivor, <laughs> Survivor Series. Like, because there's least, really
2: no investment. Like, yeah. that's to, to me this thing whole. If if there was really any investment in you being a part of this brand, right, exactly. then you should have been on that brand for a lot longer. Like, give yourself time. Do it like I don't know, maybe right after WrestleMania.
3: Exactly, and that Like way how way you they used at least have
2: some. Yeah, because, you know, at least you have some time to build up, you know, mm-hmm. your quote-unquote loyalty. Literally, you've been on these brands now for, what, two months, or less than that. And now I'm supposed to believe that you're going to fight tooth and nail to represent right. your brand.
3: And that is I just also, like, I hate that so many people move. Like, I've said it before. My favorite draft is when each group got, like, five picks, and they stole five acts from the other group, and that was it. And they did it over a month, too, so it was actually entertaining television. Now they want to pretend that the NFL was with the draft and it sucks. But I just, it, it just two months ago this would have been new day representing SmackDown against three profits representing Raw and it would be the same thing mm-hmm. and we'd be picking the same team just for the other brand. So it's just this to me is is um, I'm fine with having a draft. I don't know you need to do it every year, but I think it's at the wrong time of the year. I think after WrestleMania mm-hmm. is the perfect time to do it. Yeah,
2: agreed. Up next, we have the two women's champions facing each other. Uh, SmackDown women's champion Sasha Banks is going to be facing the Raw women's champion Asuka. Now, uh, if you were to ask me a few months ago, say if this was an Asuka versus Bayley, I would have definitely chosen Asuka. Mm -hmm. However, I think with everything that they've been doing with Sasha's title reign, especially really pushing how, you know, she's never had a successful title defense. I think once they really established that, they just really strapped that that uh jetpack on her and and solidify that, you know, this is the the woman's champion for quite some time. I don't know if she'll have a long reign like like Bailey. I I that I doubt. But I feel like this win would absolutely help solidify Sasha as, you know, The champion to watch out for also I feel like on Raw they've really just been playing Asuka more in these uh you know three women tag matches and not really line sizing anyone up for her really since Zelina Vega so I don't really feel like they're putting her in a position that makes her look really competitive or seeking challengers right now so I don't think a loss would hurt her um because i don't think they're doing much with her on raw that indicates that she's really out on the hunt for anyone or anyone's on the hunt for her so i think that this is uh such a better utilization or or opportunity to build up sasha banks um and also just capitalize on some of her mainstream success you know i mean she is you know now on, on uh the episodes of the mandalorian though i've was watching it kind of with people and she doesn't say anything, which was what we were joking about. What would Sasha Banks in a star Wars movie sound like? And, uh, you know, just get that cash that Disney check without saying, you know, more than five words. That's fine. That's totally fine. Cause you still make that money, whether you talk or not. So
3: still make that's that money it. despite being an independent contractor in WWE too. Hmm. Funny. how. Well, that works. that's
2: Disney. Yo, Disney. If, if you, you know, you think you think WWE has the ways to fight Disney now? Nah, well, they know It's Better because Sasha probably worked
3: then. with WWE all along on this.
2: That's true, but it's also Disney. You can't ways fight of, Disney.
3: Ways of making these things happen. Ways of making these things work.
2: You just—it's like Godzilla and Mothman. You know, like ultimately, you know, WWE is the Mothman and mm-hmm. Disney's Godzilla. You can't fight like.
3: Yeah, if anything, it, I could try see Disney. It, try Disney owning them someday. You never know. I, um, the issue with this in, and sort of the, uh, the, the, the wild card.
0: wild card bitches!
3: in this is the challenger for both women's championships. This is an opportunity to maybe establish somebody to challenge Asuka. There's also you also have the situation going on with Carmella continually making her statement towards Sasha Banks. Does that come into play? And that could kind of swing this match either way, eliminating that. I I would kind of go with Sasha Banks, but I feel like with everything they're doing with Carmella and Bailey still out there, um, I think somehow somebody might get involved that swings this match towards Oscar. So I am going with Oscar to to win the match. Another interesting point about the whole draft. I mean, these two women weren't feuding that long ago, so this is you know we. It, it, it's, it's just the thing about Survivor Series and the draft yes. and the brands and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm going to say interference and go with uh, with Asuka to pick up the victory.
2: Up next, we have the first of our two Survivor Series uh, team matches. We're going to be starting with the men. Uh, on Team uh, Raw, we have AJ Styles, uh, Braun Strowman, uh Seamus, Matt Riddle, as he's called Riddle now. Anyways. Uh, yeah, AJ Styles, Braun Strowman, Seamus Riddle, and Keith Lee. Uh, and then on Team SmackDown side, we have Kevin Owens, uh, Seth Rollins, King Corbin, Jey Uso, and I believe there's still one uh, person left. There is, yeah. Probably, probably. determined.
3: Probably uh, gonna be Biggie. Probably be determined on SmackDown on Friday.
2: Yes. So with that and even with the assumption of, you know, who that, that fifth person on SmackDown's team will be, um you know, that, this one's a little harder to tell because it is a mix of, of people within a brand that all have kind of all different levels uh, of push or notoriety or whatever on their brands. Um, I am kind of leaning a little bit more towards team raw in this. Um, and I think, I mean, you look at some of the, the bigger guys on here um, and, you know, I, I think that, uh there's a little at at least a little bit I don't even know what cohesion because it's just been more comedy bits between uh all of them but when you look I mean you have uh the talent absolutely in Keith Lee AJ Styles the size of Braun Strowman uh even the agility and technicality of of Matt Riddle and you have Seamus uh there too uh with his outfits uh that contributes something right um uh you know and he well outfits i mean he did like give drew mcintyre a whole new outfit and a sword right so i mean he's he's the king of the outfits so uh yeah that's 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 going to be my pick because of all those reasons including sheamus's outfits
3: i it's it's like in this build i definitely think that team raw has been the more well-built team. Um, and, and I do think they have more storyline behind them. Um, they've got, you know, Braun Strowman, who's been unstoppable. I love the role that AJ's played in all of this. Team SmackDown seems to have people that can lose a lot easier, like Baron Corbin, like Jey Uso. Uh, so it, to me, uh, at the end of the day, I do this does feel like a win for Team Raw to me in in the long run in, in what I could see, uh, just kind of how I see that whole thing whole thing shaken out. So, I am with you on this being a likely victory at least in my opinion for Team Raw.
2: Yes. Next up we have the women's uh, Survivor Series teams on Team Raw, we have Lacey Evans, Lana, uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and Peyton Royce. Um, and Lacey and Peyton Royce were recent additions. Uh, after this past week, Mandy Rose uh, and Dana Brooke were off the team due to injury. Um, so they were added at the last minute. Then for Team SmackDown, you have Ruby Riot, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and uh, two people... I wonder, did they announce those? Yes, it was um, uh, Billy Kay, has, uh I believe was announced, I think. Where's this was speculation? No, not yet. I was Sorry. I to say, I doubt it. Uh, it. It hadn't. I think that was that's wishful thinking, uh, or at least that's what a lot of people are, are thinking. I want to say, where did I come up with that? Yeah, but there again, are still two That's also going to be... Yeah, to be determined. So we are going to uh, see what happens on SmackDown, but there is money on it that it's probably going to be Billy Kay um, and someone else from the the women's side. Uh, again, too, I think that's a little bit of a detriment to the SmackDown women's team when you have two uh, spots still open. It, it kind of plays with the cohesion of the team. However, literally you know, all we've seen from three members of team raw in the past week is they've been beating up, you know, between Lana, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, literally, they've been just beating up Lana week after week. Right. After week. Yeah. So, you know, that doesn't put a lot of faith in team raw, uh, other than maybe, you know, Lana pulls it out and somehow makes it all the way towards the end. Uh, so, uh, you know, but, uh, it, sometimes it's it's better to almost just have what you don't know and see how it works and what you do know and see that it doesn't work. So I'm leaning a little bit more towards Team SmackDown just because of the, the dissension that's just way too much on Team Raw.
3: Yeah, I'm absolutely leaning towards Team SmackDown here. I think you've got Bianca Belair is a tremendous future. Ruby yeah. Riott and Liv Morgan, who are probably going to be the ones to eventually take those titles off of Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler so they can go on and do their thing. Um, to me, it does seem like a Team SmackDown victory. I know I understand that Mandy Rose is actually legitimately injured, which is why they had to do the change they had to make. Um, it's interesting that it's, you know all the TBD competitors right now are SmackDown, and SmackDown, of course, is a shorter length show, so that may factor into it as well, or it's just that final push that WWE wants to give uh, the, with the go-home show for Survivor Series. Who knows? But to me. Uh, I, I do think that the future is kind of on the side of Team SmackDown, and I just think that it makes sense for them to to pull out the win here and, and maybe set up some future angles, especially for those women tag team titles. Now that um, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose are out of the picture and they were probably going to be the ones to win them, so now it might be Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan.
2: And I love that idea of is Ruby Wright and, and Liv Morgan. I really do. I think that they we've seen a, a lot of growth in them um, since they've reunited as a as a team. And um, I think that it would really just kind of be a, a pinnacle for them um, to win those those titles. I don't think it's going to be a long reign uh, by any means, but I do think it would really help put like that, that uh, icing on the cake uh, of them after all of the you know, back and forth. uh, To me, it actually would be a great way to kind of uh, end that chapter of the story and and start a new one. So I would be excited to see that down the line. Now we have uh, the two champions, likely our main event. Uh, Newly crowned Raw WWE champion as he just beat Randy Orton to reclaim the title, uh, Drew McIntyre versus... Smackdown's the Universal Champion Roman Reigns and because of what I mentioned earlier it makes it harder I would say before coming into this I you know my money was on on Roman Reigns um because he's just had this momentum on his side since he's gotten the Universal Championship that is just unbelievable Um, But it very much in the same way kind of parallels Drew's rise to the championship, just in a very different way of storytelling. Um, And, you know, with, with Drew just beating Randy Orton to become champion again, it makes me wonder, are they going to have him win the title to just lose to Roman Reigns? Is this where we see shenanigans so that both, you know, your two top champions end up looking strong at the end? Who knows, but it's, I would say before Monday I was fairly certain it was going to be Roman reigns and, and to be honest now I don't know I, I, I'll probably say I'm still gonna stick with Roman reigns um but it, it it's with a big question mark because uh, you know it, maybe this is where Randy Orton interferes and we continue this whole program between Drew and Randy and so it's not you know necessarily a straightforward win But I can't, I mean, they've just been doing magic with with Roman. Roman's been doing magic with Roman, you know? Um, And I I think it would throw kind of a wrench into this whole narrative too with Roman um, being the head of the family, being the leader with with a loss. I don't see him losing for quite some time. And that's the beauty in this though too, is that with Roman not losing anytime soon, whoever beats him, that's going to be a very big deal. But I, I... you know, so hesitant. I don't think it's going to be forward, but I see Roman Reigns winning.
3: Yeah, I can't imagine Roman Reigns losing this match. I just can't. I think it's too soon. Roman is the biggest star in the company right now, and and I think that Roman versus Drew is a mega marquee match, and I think that they're not going to be so decisive, especially for a win for Drew. Because if Drew beats Roman now, there's really no big motivation to do this again in the Mm -hmm. future. So if it's clean, I definitely think it's Roman. If it's not clean, I still think it's Roman because you've got the Randy Orton factor. You've got the Jay Uso factor. Maybe even the Jimmy Uso factor. There's a lot that can happen. Um, You know, WWE, sure as hell, when you least expect it, loves to bust out some Brock Lesnar. I know he's not under contract. These things can be remedied very easily. Um, remember money in the bank from, from, you know, last year when all of a sudden there's Brock winning the briefcase, like that to me is, is, uh, you know, it's probably me spouting off stuff that'll never happen. And then when it happens, I take credit for it like Pat McAfee, but it's, I, at the end of the day, I am going with Roman Reigns as well. I think Roman makes the most sense. And I think Roman's going to be the one who somehow clean or otherwise emerges victorious.
2: So Greg, have you been doing the tallies? I I have have a, a leaning so I think
3: because I don't count, but so where, where are we towels. at? So if 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 your picks were to come true, then Team SmackDown would have a four to two edge over Team Raw, and and would walk away victorious. If my picks were to come true. It would be a three to three tie between Team Raw and Team SmackDown, which having a six match Survivor Series, unless they pull some bullcrap on the kickoff show and then claim it doesn't count later like they did once before, um, but uh, this would be a three to three tie, which I wouldn't be surprised by a three to three tie. Like,
2: yeah, they I haven't mean, done that there, yet,
3: and I could see it.
2: Yeah, I mean, if they leave it this way you know of course no brand supremacy because you know really they're both fairly equal uh, it's the same
3: fucking people like they just yeah, the half of them were the on same, the other brand a month I ago
2: i don't even remember who's on whose brand anymore to be honest so that wouldn't surprise me as well it's time. Like, even we with seth win. rollins
3: like you talked about seth rollins being on team smackdown they didn't just move Seth Rollins from Raw SmackDown. They moved his entire program. They moved
2: a the whole storyline. They moved the a whole storyline. They just lines.
3: took everybody. They just said the, the whole Mysterio family, Buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins, you're all going to SmackDown. Everyone just keep doing what you're doing. Just do it with blue ropes. That, that's basically what they said. And that's what they did. It's just okay. – so, again, branch, man, it's all WWE in the end. And But I do – I feel like the way the brands are set up right now – a three to three tie could lend itself. And if you really want this Raw versus SmackDown thing to matter, a three to three tie could actually lend itself to future years of Survivor Series 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's been largely Raw dominated except for the NXT year. So doing this and, and having, you know, SmackDown now tie, and then next year, can they pull off the win? Probably with half of Raw's roster at that point. So Yeah,
2: at this point, like I said, I'm not even, I'm not even, um, worry about that you know god only knows what 2020 neither going to neither are
3: like. they neither is WWE. yes
2: yes we know short-term planning is is what they're the best at. that's the strength that they have if you want to call it a strength uh but that's that's what their focus is on so you know let's just enjoy survivor series for what it is it's again a big four pay-per-view 30 years of the undertaker and we have you know the one night of the year where we have brand versus brand so we will just en- enjoy it along with the entirety of our wrestling weekend. With all these other events, we're going to take some time on Sunday to watch Survivor Series. And let us know your thoughts on what you think is going to be happening uh, Survivor Series. Who? What are your predictions on who's going to win? What matches? Which brand do you think is going to have uh, the overall be the overall winner? Win the most matches of the night. Make sure you let us know on social media. Again, at the hashtag #Miranda, at ChairshotGreg, at ChairshotMedia. Follow us.
1: The Chairshot oh. Always use your head. Thanks. Oops.
2: Oops. Finger slipped. No, I didn't. Anyways, make sure you follow us on social media. Let us know when you rate, review, subscribe, all that too. You can let us know your thoughts. But uh, yeah, I'm le- very interested to hear what everyone else thinks about this year's Survivor Series. Uh, but hey, up next, we got some bills to pay, Greg. So go ahead and do your thing. Eight, seven, six, five.
1: lucha-masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution bringing you in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to lucha-masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha Legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution Luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
2: Good times.
3: Good times. Yes. Good times I, I love had by we, all. We, we
2: referenced that something way. that happened on the Greg DeMarco show, but nobody could visually see. Then we visually do it on uh, the hashtag Miranda show that nobody gets.
3: That's right. And we should leave it that way.
2: Yes. That's really. Because you know That's what? As
3: much it. as we pull back the curtain, I think we should be afforded the privilege of leaving one thing behind the curtain. Yes.
2: Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah, I mean, most people will get the reference anyways. So. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. But
3: if they listen to both shows, if they listen to the Greg DeMarco show and they watch the hashtag Miranda show, they'll figure it out for sure. They'll,
2: yes. Yeah. Not to put so much on you. If, if you've done it in reverse, that's fine, too. Uh, that that's yeah. also acceptable. That's an acceptable answer. 100%. 100%. Yes. So that is it for this week's show. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this is, again, a highlight of my week. I cannot thank all of the listeners and viewers enough. Uh, as we mentioned, of course, this uh, podcast is a proud part of the Chair Shot Radio Network on the The Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. You can also watch this on YouTube at the Chair Shots YouTube page. You can see all of the crazy shenanigans, our facial expressions, what we're wearing today. I'm wearing my Huggers Gotta Hug, or Huggers Gotta Hug, uh Bailey sweater, because yep. it's sweater weather.
3: Now I'm uh, wearing a which is like, purple t-shirt.
2: Yeah, not really interesting, but whatever. You try.
3: I don't need it. I don't need an interesting shirt.
2: No, you don't need but it's a lot funner.
3: Well, plus I don't want shirt. to take away from your fun shirt.
2: Oh, no, no, that's fine. You don't. I mean, hello. Look at this and me and everything around me. It's really uh, a lot going on here, so don't worry. Don't don't you worry, but uh, yes, as if you are watching this, uh, you can also leave comments on the uh, the page. So let us know your thoughts on this week's episode, like we talked about just right now. Some of your predictions for Survivor Series, your thoughts on the celebration uh, of the 30 years of the Undertaker, and really, you know, closing that uh, door, that chapter, and even your thoughts on you know NXT not being included in this year's Survivor Series. Of course, uh, again, uh, add the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. That's where you can find little old me. I am not on Twitter. So if you want to try and find me on Twitter, well, the second best place is at Chair Shop Media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And, of course, you can follow my co-host, Greg DeMarco, at ChairShotGreg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Don't forget, I mean, we talked a lot about independent uh, wrestling, your local independent wrestling promotions. If you uh, have the chance, just go support your local indie. Man, that's all we can ask for. Now, go buy their t-shirts, like an IZW t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shop, where you can find your very own IZW wrestling t-shirt. You can buy it. May not come in time for this uh, match or this uh, show, but... You can also, you know, find it, buy it, and then wear it in February for Monster 2.0. So you'll have plenty of time to, to wash it, to iron it, to get it all ready for February. So uh, yeah. go ahead get and get it professionally
3: do that. tailored if you want, if you choose.
2: I do need to do that as well. I have to do that. Put Remind me. Thank you. Put it on my to do list. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, support your local independent wrestling promotion, whether it's buying a piece of merch. If they are running and you feel comfortable with going to their shows, you can absolutely do that. But even following them on social media, sharing posts, supporting the wrestlers who are part uh, of independent promotions. You know, we can all do our little part. It doesn't have to be monetary. It could just be help spreading the word, letting other wrestling fans in your area know that independent promotions exist, that they're up and running, that they have content, going to, you know, their YouTube pages, you know, again, liking their posts. Those are all little things that we can do to support independent wrestling, because as wrestling fans, that's where it all starts. That's where, you know, the the beautiful magic happens. And that's where we really get the connections as wrestling fans to, you know, the, the people in our community, the people who are part of our wrestling scene. And we also get to honor those who have made huge contributions uh, to our, our local wrestling scene. Scenes and regional wrestling scenes. So that, that's just my, you know, the more, you know, um, promo for this week, but, uh, yes, just, uh, yeah, just go and support your local wrestling promotions. Go to the Go do all these wonderful, nice things for other people, because I, I think you're, you're special. You're worth it. So Go ahead and, and do all of those things and take care of yourself. Treat yourself. Now, remember those things because it can be a very busy time of year, hectic, stressful, overwhelming, whatever it is. So I hope this show gave you just a little bit of a break, a little bit of a moment to smile, to relax. Uh, and that's what I'll keep on doing here at the Hashtag Miranda Show. So for Greg DeMarco, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to always keep it soft style.
0: baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that
2: plane
1: the chairshot.com always use
2: your head